This is Dark Masic with Brutally Delicious, coming at you with a review of Leatherwolf's brand new album, Kill the Hunted. Now, Leatherwolf is a band whose name I'd heard many times, but I don't think I'd ever heard a single song until about an hour ago. I vaguely knew of them in the classic metal revival genre, but it wasn't until I started Googling them to see, wow, this band's been around since 1981. What this band does is what I consider to be the best use of a classic metal environment in today's metal scene which is they have old school riffs old school vocal stylings old school arrangements but with modern drumming the production is definitely modern but it definitely feels like old school metal it doesn't feel dated though and that's an accomplishment despite the labels i've already used i'm having a hard time thinking of other bands that sound like this there's a band i reviewed a few months ago called black rain that i think has a similar vibe and has also been around for quite a bit but they don't sound like most 80s metal darlings, even though they sound like 80s metal. That's kind of weird. But right off the bat with the first song, this is a great opener. There's a nice classic metal vibe. I think it would be totally well-suited for the opening montage of a biker movie. Alternatively, the opening of School Rock, which features that band No Vacancy playing, this would have been another fine song for that kind of deal. Again, I'm going to call out, great drumming here. As I said previously, old school riffs, modern drumming, awesome. Contrast this with something like Classic Testament, where the drummer is the one holding the band back. I know I'm not the only one who thinks this, but I truly think that as metal kept getting heavier and heavier in the 90s, the drumming was the main part of it that I'm like, I'll take that, but give me back the 80s style. Keep the tenor vocals, keep the guitar solos, keep the bombastic arrangements, but I want that double bass drumming, yo. Another highlight is the title track. There's a great guitar solo here and on some other songs. The guitar playing here clearly kept up. I think it's a welcome addition to that old style as well. The song Only the Wicked. Not just great riffs, but really clever songwriting here. I'm thinking of a band, you know, Motley Crue in this case, where the arrangements are dirt simple, but the riffs are so good that they keep you interested. This band, maybe the riffs aren't quite as immediately catchy, but there's a total payoff if you listen to how the song plays out and how the chorus comes in and is preceded. At this point in the album, I've wanted to know who the drummer is. And it's the same drummer who started with the band in 1981. So, wow! 40-some-odd years later, and the person is drumming so well, I thought it was some, like, 25-year-old that joined recently. 80s drummers that have kept up like that? It's a very thin list. Dave Lombardo, Tommy Aldridge, and this dude. Two more songs I'd like to call out. Madhouse, again, really good lead guitar work here. Total standout. And then Medusa, more great songwriting, more great lead work. Two Anthrax song titles on one album? That's bold. I guess when you start in 1981, you don't need to worry about being beholden to the Path Anthrax set. Sort of like how Death Angel had that song. I think it was just called The Moth, shortly after Metallica released Moth Into Flame. So I'm walking away from this again thinking, I got to go down this band's discography. Wow. And if nothing else, the fact that their drummer has been doing this professionally for 40 some odd years and can still pull it off at this level, that's inspiring. and makes me want to go practice. Rock on, dudes.
I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts.